0: Morning and welcome to WPPA Sports Saturday, the first of 2021. Happy New Year, everybody! And New Year, I can't say new, but I will say different. Co host sharing the microphones this week, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Because first, we have to thank our financial benefactors. None bigger than CACL Financial, 1800 West Market Street in the city of Pottsville. Don't forget their newest location along the Poor Carbon St. Clair Highway with convenient drive-up services. And also, they're always open online at caclfcu.org. Voted the number one lending institution in the past six years because you won't find a better fiduciary relationship anywhere. We'd also like to thank Gears Dairy, Schuylkill County's oldest full-service family-owned dairy along the Tumbling Run Road. Full line of milk products from whole milk to skim milk and the award-winning chocolate milk. Eggnog's running off the shelves. Soon not to be stocked until next holiday season, so get yours now. And don't forget their delicious lineup of iced tea and fruit drink products. None better than the raspberry and diet decaf raspberry, newest additions to the Gears family. And also Phoenix Physical Therapy, where you can recover, recharge, and rise at five comedian locations in Oryxburg, Pottsville, Frackville, Pine Grove, and Gratz. They'll get you back into action sooner rather than later with great physical therapy services at Phoenix Physical Therapy. Now introducing, is this your first time co-hosting the show?
1: I think it is. I think it is. Do you? Yeah, absolutely. We popped in every once in a while, but
0: never, never a full hour. So Joey Shimo, who down the stretch became the sideline reporter this year with T one hundred and two football, joining me this morning, and you wearing his Notre Dame attire still to this hour here today.
1: Absolutely, Mike. I said sometimes you you might get mad at your kid every once in a while, but you don't kick them to the curb. You know what I mean. <laughs> I said to you before, I think Alabama wins the NFC East this year.
0: Really? I do. Absolutely. A- going away. <laughs> the NFC East. NFC East. You mean the the, the, the <laughs> w- w- with the Washington football team as the NFC East champions? Yes. After they defeat the Eagles tomorrow. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. You think Alabama could top them? Absolutely. Hey, Saban couldn't coach in the NFL. It doesn't matter. He's coaching college kids. You're coaching college kids in the NFL
1: if you get a lot of new ones. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Hey, you see that play that running back made last night? What, the hurdle? The hurdle. Over a 6'2 cornerback. Yeah. There's athletes all over the place. (laughs) Well,
0: the interesting thing, our our, our regular weekly co-host texted me, you know, this just ain't fair. Alabama's a bunch of men playing toddlers. from Notre Dame. Dane, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you're right. It was an impressive. I mean, what a run! I, yeah. Whew, I mean, Saquon was hurdling guys as they were diving at his I legs. His, yep. This guy hurled a guy standing straight up, straight and, down. up and down,
1: and he ca- and he was in stride and went for another thirty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, you were a realist coming into that game. However, yeah. now Brian Kelly being challenged. About the big game and his ability to coach. He's almost getting the same reputation as big game James Franklin up there at Penn State.
1: But there's a difference. There's a big difference between that, though, Chaz. What's that? They're there. Penn State was watching the bowl game side on TV. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. (laughs) And then, I mean, Ohio State last night, which, for the record, I made you check that paper back there this morning. The doctor and I were picking our college football predictions... And he's out. He's out. You're two for two, brother. I had Ohio State beating Clemson last night. I thought that was coming because Ohio State is the world's most rested football team right now. Yep. And coming into that, they had so many weeks to get ready for whomever.
1: And like they said, too, last night, Chaz. they said, with, with the way the Big Ten was, they were preparing for Clemson three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they were the, the king of the Big
0: Ten. Well, let's be honest about this, Joey. Those two games yesterday, you know... All right. Dabo Sweeney got his comeuppance for what he said. And, you know, now he defended it by saying, I put them 11th because I didn't think any team that didn't play at least nine games should have been ranked in the top 10. So they were the best team that didn't play nine games. So that's why you put them 11. Ohio State used that for ammunition. And, well, you could tell they were good and pissed yesterday because, I mean, they were not going to be stopped. But. The bigger indictment on this isn't so much that Alabama could be the NFC East champs in your mind, which <laughs> I tend to agree with you. I think Ohio State would probably be second in that division. Yep, yep. Um, but the bigger indictment is on the ACC as a conference now. Yes. That is a statement yesterday. One. The bowl series and the championship series in college football needs to go to at least eight teams. Absolutely. I agree 100%. There's too much love for Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State with the people setting those final four. Every year, it's the same three teams. People are growing weary of it. Now, with that being said, the ACC is not a top-rated conference, power five conference in college football, period. Absolutely.
1: I agree 100%. Top to bottom, I mean, you take you take Notre Dame out of that equation; they're not
0: there every year. And they yeah, the, listen; I, they played in the pedestrian. League. I don't think if they would have been in the Big Ten this year, Notre Dame would have only lost one game. They would have lost three games. Yeah, easy in the Big Ten. They they possibly could have. And and I said last night, you're even watching
1: that game. Notre Dame's defense has not been the same since Clark Lee announced he was going to Vanderbilt. And You look at the ACC championship game, and then last night it was. Alabama did what they wanted. Clemson did what they wanted. You know that wasn't the same team defensively that played Clemson the first time.
0: And as our esteemed colleague in the other room would say, Notre Dame just let it look so easy for
1: Alabama. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever they, whatever Alabama wanted to do, they scored a touchdown on.
0: It, It wasn't. You know. Sometimes I wonder, as I was sitting watching that, and how vanilla I felt. Nick Saban's play calling appeared to be. Now, maybe it was very intricate. I don't know. But it looked very pedestrian against Notre Dame. Was he sandbagging? I think so. <laughs> why would you show your hand?
1: If you're scoring on, on regular dive plays and swing passes, why show your hand to who you're going to play next? Right? Yeah, I guess you're if, right. If, especially when you know you're coming in, you're going to play another great team in a week. It's, there's no two-week gap like there used to be. Yeah, you have a week now to get ready for your next next opponent.
0: Well, it'll be interesting to see how that game fares out next Monday. I think Ohio State, after watching them yesterday, although I never thought Clemson was as big or as great as everybody gave them so much love coming into the season. I'm yeah. not a big fan of Trevor Lawrence.
1: No, I, I George, you're hitting the nail on the head today, buddy. <clears throat> I, I said he goes to the – I was talking to Brendan Forgotch the mm-hmm. other day about this. I said, Brendan, I think...
0: Super-duper Brendan Borgach. Absolutely. Columbia Clipper.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I said to him, I said, no, Brad. I said, is he going to be a great quarterback in the NFL? I don't know.
0: I don't think so. Because, there, there's reasons.
1: Yeah, I, I think the number one reason is going to be is he's going to expect, be expected to go in and carry a franchise that's bad.
0: Well, I think the number one reason is he does not have, to me... I think he has a horrible attitude at times. I I, I just you know he shows that, and, and sometimes he's just too big for his own britches. Yes, I. And now he's going to be playing against seven hundred pound behemoths who are going to be <laughs> breathing down his neck. I don't. See, I see him having Carson Wentz syndrome. I, I think so. Injury prone. Yep, that's what I see happening with with Lawrence in the NFL.
1: I absolutely like I said though. He's going to go to Jacksonville. He's going to go to the Jets. They're they're number one and number two pick for a reason. They need a lot more help than a quarterback. Well, you know what I mean. That you and I always said. You, you, and you're in the NFL. You start your team from the line back, both offensive defensive.
0: The can, Eagles are living proof, proof of that. This yeah, year,
1: absolutely. You can't you can't run the ball. You can't throw the ball if the guys up front aren't doing their job.
0: Correct. If you and if you're on the run and throwing off your front foot all the time, a la Carson Wentz. Yep. And you're getting hit as much and hurt as much. There you go. You know, and everybody wants to blame Wentz, the Eagles fans. That uh, really, I, I I don't know why there's not more heat on Philadelphia's front five yep. than as much as there is on that on on those quarterbacks. Absolutely, because they they don't have a, a, a shot in hell to be productive.
1: Yeah, and, and I said you, for the Eagles all year, you know, we watch the games every week. Jason Kelsey's the only guy that's been there every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're bringing. You bringing might rookies. be off tomorrow. I think he is. I think half their half <laughs> team is off tomorrow.
0: I think half their coaching staff should be off permanently. And the you know Jeffrey Lurie needs to get rid of Howie Roseman. But I'm not a big Eagles fan. But I'm just calling it like I see oh, it. I, I guess think
1: so. you're 100 percent right, buddy.
0: You know. Well, this morning, Joey, we have a big show. We're going to talk to the newest head coach in the lineup at area. Is basketball is back. Governor Wolf, little middle of the week last week, pulled his press conference said. I'm going to lift these latest restrictions and allow things to begin Monday morning, January 4th at 8 a.m. 50% capacity in restaurants and extracurricular activities can can return. So anyway, we won't get started till the 8th. That's when we get started here with uh, Crimson Tide basketball back on WPPA from North Schuylkill. We have a game on the 8th and then we have another one on the 9th. And next Saturday we, night we have a game so uh, Crimson Tide Basketball will be back here. JP and I, I guess I gotta go up and find his books because he probably lost them over the past <laughs> couple weeks when we were uh, put to pasture, but uh, we're back and uh, the Tide coming in at 0-1. We'll take on North Schuylkill on the road next Friday night and we'll be there to uh, call the action here on WPPA. You guys are not going to have your assignments like you did in football. That's All going to be on hold right now until we figure out what's going on. But, oh, you know what else I'd be remiss? Well, we'll talk about it a little later on. We have, finally, the results of our football accolades for this year. Nice. And it might be an amazing day for some individuals. It might be a bit of a shock for a lot of listeners, as the panel of pickers here at WPPA and T-102 finally got all their votes in and tabulated by price waterhouse cooper <laughs> and uh we'll see who uh, who made that list so we'll announce that this morning as well here on sports saturday but we're going to talk about the upstart golden bears and uh, boy youthful roster and teddy steika a disciple of the program coming through in in, in a year where one of the best in Mono area basketball Lord Davy Linkhorst passing away and you know the lineage from Davy to Mickey and now Mickey skips there for a little bit but it's back because Teddy was a a player for Mickey Holland and now the people in Mono area are saying are we back to Golden Bear basketball
1: Uh, I I think so just seeing him you know with the junior high program freshman teams the last couple weeks it it was like watching the, the old days Yell up in your face, play defense, oh, yeah. hit, hit that three.
0: Well, it'll be interesting because we we really don't know who uh, who has what yet this yeah. year in Schuylkill League basketball. And we're going to see an awful lot of Schuylkill League basketball with the uh, schedules being uh, disseminated recently. A lot of non-league contests... Scratched for now, with the possibility to be made up later. But everybody's league schedule has been set, so that's been uh, the, that's going to be the focus. It's not the mandate; you don't have to play the Schuylkill League bubble, but you do have to get your league games in, preferably before the nineteenth. Okay. And uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Because I mean, it's going to be an interesting year. I did happen to catch one game and uh, saw kids playing with the masks. They didn't seem to be overly encumbered by it, um, but uh, it, it'll be interesting to see. And now as we get that back in the swing of things, boys and girls, and moving towards uh, some some playoffs, and but we have to get the regular season in first and a lot of teams playing about 17, 18, 19 game schedules right now. Um, so we'll, we'll see how busy athletic directors have been. Hats off to them with all that they've accomplished <laughs> and uh, trying to piece together. So we'll see. But what do you say, Joey? We take a timeout. We get Ted Steika on the phone here. Okay, buddy. So we'll talk Golden Bear basketball. Manoyeri is Teddy Steika. His first game is on the horizon. And it's coming up next here on Sports Saturday on AM 1360, 106 FM. Also, WPPARadio.com. And don't forget about the apps. The doc and I talked about them last week. WPPA has an app at the Google Play Store and also on the Apple App Store where you can download them right to your phone one click and you'll get all the programming right here on WPPA. Miss the show, need somebody to listen to it? Don't forget the podcast at anchor.fm.
2: Does your bank come to mind when you think about the best things in your life? If not, consider a financial institution who has the experience in customer satisfaction. At CACL Financial, we've been voted the best bank in Schuylkill County for six years in a row. If you live, work, or worship in Schuylkill County, then CACL can help you with your financial needs. We have top quality products like free checking, lower fees, and better deposit rates than the competition. CACL Financial's goal is to deliver quality financial services to our members. Find out for yourself how it feels to work with a financial institution that's committed to helping you. Now, even more convenient with our newest location on the Port Carbon St. Clair Highway, with easy in-and-out drive-through banking and a state-of-the-art ATM. CACL CACL Financial voted the best bank in Schuylkill County six years in a row in Pottsville and now on the Port Carbon St. Clair Highway. Trust CACL Financial committed to your customer satisfaction. WPPA's Polka Time Sundays 1-3pm Hi, Paul Congress, inviting you to tune in to the widest variety of the newest and best polkas here on WPPA So set your dial to 1360 WPPA 106 FM or on the web WPPARadio.com Let's make it a date Folks at
3: Gears Dairy would like to thank all of you for your overwhelming support of our new raspberry tea. No matter the weather, the raspberry iced tea and diet decaf raspberry are the perfect blends. Not too sweet, not too mellow, perfectly refreshing. Plus, you can enjoy all of their iced teas, fruit drinks, and milk products. Gears Dairy on the Tumbling Run Road, the county's oldest family-owned dairy. Ah, sip on, Schuylkill County.
0: Welcome back to WPPA Sports Saturday. CBS Sports Radio comes on the air at noon. Don't forget Eagles football tomorrow night as they have their season finale against the Washington football team here on WPPA. Bowing on the birds just before 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Catch Jay-Z and Les, followed by Marilyn Mike with the call of the game. But now let's talk about Golden Bear basketball. And a young man stepping in as the head coach of the program, first time ever. For Teddy Steika and Teddy, congratulations! And uh, boy, what's it like being a first-year head coach in the middle of a pandemic?
3: Uh, it's it's pretty hectic. <laughs> I'll tell you that.
1: Hey, um, t- how 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 were things going? Tell like how were the kids adjusting to playing, uh, say with the masks on, you know, during the practices and and stuff like that during the summers?
3: Well, first of all, we weren't allowed in the gym at all in the summer. I believe I got hired back in. June and July, and uh, we weren't allowed in the gym at all. So that was that was a bump in the road. Um, some of the kids they were still going and playing pickup at the at the outside parks on their own. But then once the seventh and eighth grade girls' season was over, we were allowed back in the gym for a few weeks. But then, uh, and then the season started. I believe that was only like two weeks we didn't have all of our football players either. And then there was a, so season started and then we got two, we got about a week or two in practices with masks on and it's just bothering them. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's hard to breathe for some of them. So you got to give them breaks here and there, you know?
0: Right. You know, Teddy, when you talk about playing pickup games in the parks around Montnoy city, that's no uh, stranger to, uh, the kids that have been involved with the program for a long time, St. Canicus was always a busy joint, wasn't it?
3: Yes, when I was younger, it was always hopping there. Uh, now, you know, they closed that down, and the church took it over, so they won't—they don't let anyone in there now. The hot spot is the East End Park because they put new baskets up and breakaway rims, so the kids like that.
1: Hey, here's a question for you, Tay. With, with just looking at your roster. Um, how much do you think uh, the success of the football team this year is, is going to translate into to the basketball players? A lot of those kids, you know, playing on the football team were freshmen sophomores, may not have had the experience, game experience, the speed of the game. You know, how how quickly do you think that'll help you out with, with the basketball team?
3: Uh, well, those freshmen and sophomores that we have coming in—they're tough kids. I mean, uh, to step out on a football field and. I don't know how many wins they had there, what, four or five? I believe it's five. Four or five at the Barcelona. So that's that speaks volumes of the, those kids and the way they grind things out, you know?
0: You know, when you take so, a look at when you have such a young squad, you know, not only a young squad, but a first-time head coach, a bunch of freshmen and sophomore contributors, boy, there's a lot of teams not going to know what to look at when they see the Bears coming.
3: Well, that's a good thing. I'd rather fly under the radar, as you said earlier. I mean, not many people knew I got the job, and that's good. I mean, I don't. I'm not about the newspapers and the flashiness. We're about putting the work in and the dedication to the program. You know.
0: How much of the program, as as a as a Monoy area kid comes through with you now um, you know hearkening back to some uh, some of the, the glory days uh, under Mickey and, and you having the ability to, to, to come through that system how much of that now gets reiterated back into the program
3: well I mean from day one I, I talked to Coach Hong. I talked to Coach Hudson who was there for a little bit I was under him for a little bit as a volunteer um, I, I talked to them frequently you know just to Questions. They mentor me and stuff, and I also reached out to Coach Ike. You know, he's been a good support system for me as well. But uh, getting back to the fundamentals and bringing back, uh, well, you know, Monty was at the top of the division for years there under Mick and and Scotty, and uh, that's where I want want to get them back to. You know, so I mean, is the program? You know, I, I'm I'm reiterating a lot of that, but I also when I played in college under Joe Schaefer, uh, he taught me a different spe- uh, aspect of the game as well. So I, I'm going to try to incorporate both styles.
1: Hey, Teddy, will, will we see his own this year?
3: Uh, maybe. I mean, over the years, <laughs> he never really did that. But you never know. It depends.
0: You know, you use some uh, great names uh, of youngsters, as Joey was alluding to. I mean, Ben Manley, uh, Cole McGrorty. Uh, Caden Steich is involved here, uh, Chris Cuff you look at uh, Josh Ramos and um, you know there's some names that uh, have been part of the basketball program but like Joey said they're athletes how is it yeah. teaching them the game of basketball now and getting those legs?
3: Well they they all know that there's two different uh, football's not <laughs> football short burst this is uh, basketball is run. I think you can run anywhere from like three and a half to five miles in a basketball game. So these kids, they're adjusting well. I mean, uh, the uh, this uh, the last couple of weeks off since the governor shut the the governor's orders of shutting it down for a few weeks actually helped us in a way because we had a couple of nagging injuries. Uh, our, our star senior uh, Josh Ramos, he had a jumper's knee and he should be back and ready for the start of the season couple other kids uh we have a young kid uh ethan manley he just he's coming back from back surgery um i mean yeah this time off isn't hurting us as much as it helps us so
1: and what they'll tell you it's it's a big thing with with your kids though is you've been their coach coming up they know a little bit more um you know what to what to expect it's not going to change a lot you know going from like the freshman junior high time you've had with them going up to the varsity level
3: yeah yeah and that's a good thing. I mean, I mean, I only have potentially two seniors, two juniors, and the rest are freshmen and sophomores on my team. so the younger kids know what to expect I mean the senior ones you know you get the well, we didn't do this before, and we didn't do that before. well, that's out the window now it's It's the way I run things so
0: so, Teddy, I have a question for you. How much of your basketball prowess did you pick up from Joey Shimo and Bernie Forgotch coming through as a player?
3: Well, I'm going to tell you, I mean, a lot of people, everyone always says McCollum, McCollum, McCollum over the years, but he also had great coaches at the younger level in the seventh and eighth grade program and the freshman program that were there for long periods of time. Right now, I uh, it's like – Right now, my 7th and 8th grade coach is Tom Smith, who had varsity experience coaching, and he knows exactly what I want, ran. So he's starting the foundation with these kids. So then uh, hopefully when they come to me, they're prepped for the varsity level, which that's what he's doing. And and like with Shimo and Buzzy and Scotty over the years, I don't know how many years they were there total, but that's, that's, that's important to a program, you know? So for me, I mean... They started me young with fundamentals and everything, and it trend carried over to when I played varsity and in college.
1: I said they even went, like talking about that. Just just thinking back when, like when you were a senior, there there were no changes to the coaching staff. If you, no. if you really think about it, for probably about fifteen years, sixteen yeah. years, it, it didn't change. you know, burning no, around no. the seventh and eighth grade. Scotty was the freshman coach. Uh, Mick, Mickey was the varsity coach and Tom Sheeler was the JV coach that was yeah. the staff and, and throw in there Phil McCarthy he helped out a little bit too with the junior high you know, for a number yeah. of years it, it just didn't change and, and, and the best part of that was like you said everybody knew what their role was as a coach You know, how to get the kids ready for the next level and I say well, even going back to that I, I, I ran the, the All-Stars with, uh, for Biddy and we were running the same things that we were getting them ready for for junior high back in 5th and 6th grade. So I think a yep. lot of that came up, you know, go you're doing that that same program, you know, from 5th grade up to 12th grade.
3: Oh yeah, and and if you look at the the history of it again, I mean, the coach Heeler went from coaching the JV boys and the system of varsity, they went over to the girls program, kind of ran the same system, and they were successful for how many years, how many years? So, I mean, it just shows, you know.
0: So what's the one lesson you got from Joey Shimo coming up as a youngster?
3: <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, shoot it. You're a good shooter. Atta you boy. a boy, shoot. Teddy. That's it. Don't dribble. Hey, never, than a dribbler.
1: never up, never in, buddy. <laughs> hey, here's, here's a good Teddy Stika story, though. But not too many people know this one. Well I used to remember down at the – remember this one, Teddy? Down at the Minersville 7th and 8th grade tournament. We're playing Tamakwa. Remember that big kid they had? I think his name was Mike Yoakum. He was about yeah. 6'6 in eighth grade. Yeah. So Teddy's running the corner spot, our uh, shooter spot, right? And this kid's coming out. He's blocking Teddy's shots coming out of the corner. We're thinking, he comes, we call timeout. He comes over to bed. Coach, you got to screen him in. I, got, <laughs> I can't get my shot off. No, Teddy, you got to get it off a little
3: quicker. <laughs> that's, all it,
2: yeah. that's all it was. <laughs> <laughs>
3: cool.
1: But yeah, but I said those, those were those were the fun days, Teddy. But uh, like, if, if you guys were, I we I talked to you the other day about this. If you guys were looking to start, your you know a first game tomorrow. Who who would your starting five be?
3: Uh, Ramos, Josh Ramos, Kai uh, Silva, um, Noah Zilker, uh, Ben Manley, and Colin McGordy.
0: Wow, that's, that's a good blend of speed and uh, and brawn in there, isn't
1: Absolutely. it? Absolutely. And, and even if you, look, like you said, off, coming off the bench, you'd have Caden, you know, maybe Louis Fry here or there, another big kid. So you guys yeah, are looking pretty if, good.
3: Uh, Miguel Rivera would probably be my sixth man, probably. Depends if it's a big or a guard, you know.
0: So, Teddy, was, are, are the Golden Bears primed to work the outside as uh, has been the, the forte over the past uh Few years, I mean, boy, there were some teams in there which you were a part of where, boy, that three ball never seemed to stop raining.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I like to go inside out with the ball. I'm not one that is just going to settle for threes all the time, you know. I don't want that as well. I mean, we have a lot. We have a lot of size. I think Noah Zilker is around six four, six five as a junior. Um, ben Malley is, is as tough as they come, you know. He could get inside and, and you know finish at the rim josh ramos is super athletic he could get to the rim i mean a lot of teams anymore are playing zone so i mean i like that inside out
0: you know i, I think it's pretty interesting there was an article a couple of days ago about uh, you as well as will bracy coming into north schuylkill there's a lot of young coaches in the league um, Jake Wartella taking over at Pottsville as well. You know, it's kind of an interesting year for Schuylkill League basketball where a lot of you guys don't know what the others are going to be up to or, or how the season's going to fare out, but you know, you're know, you coming in with uh, some people that you've been around, and uh, what's it like with, with this new young group? And, and you guys are almost like your own little fraternity inside the Schuylkill League right now.
3: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I mean, I know Jake. I played against Jake when I was in high school, and and Will Bracey, he played at Penn State Schuylkill, and then he played in a bunch of the adult leagues against me and stuff over the last few years. Um, I mean, and, and and that's one of the things. Like I talked to Will, and and he's been sending me uh, a lot of things on huddle, a lot of video. Coach Miller from Channel, he's been a, a lot of help too. He's been sending me videos as well. I mean, Coach Miller played at Macon and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, pretty exciting too. Not knowing to what to expect. I mean. Uh, from week to week, I believe we have three to four games a week for these kids, so that's going to be a lot of a lot of, a lot of you know on their side, a lot of endurance and 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 paying attention in practice for game prep, you
0: know. Right. So I guess the uh, goals haven't changed in Mono area as far as division, league, districts right now, right?
3: No, I mean even when Coach Ike was there, it wasn't. I mean he he. He stressed on it as well, you know. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's what the kids could give you, you know. So, uh, I mean, I have a good group of kids. They're all going to be competing, and that's our goal every night.
1: That's that's the main thing, though, Teddy. When you when you see the kids and they're out there doing their best, like you said, they're competing. You know that that's just going to translate down the road, especially with the young group that you have, you know, in, into good things.
3: Oh, I know. I mean. I mean, I I coached these uh, the freshmen and sophomores and the juniors a little bit when they were in seventh and eighth grade, and uh, the last two years when I was in seventh and eighth grade, we didn't lose many games, but they competed night in and night out for the most part, and and they were pretty successful. So I'd like to carry that over and keep working on it.
1: Right, and a couple of those, a couple of those losses, I think you told me were were to like a, a quad A school in a Christmas tournament.
3: Yeah, we lost have had. to Panther Valley and some uh, and Crestwood. Yep. In a couple tournaments, uh, for the most part, though, these kids competed. You know. So. Right,
0: and that's all you can ask for as a new head coach getting things off the ground. And well, get ready, buddy. I guess next Friday it all gets uh, started. So, uh, you still think you're going to get the jitters going into games as you did when you were a player?
3: Uh yeah, usually they start right before the game happens. I mean, that's when it starts <laughs> setting in. Like this phone call <laughs> when you called me, I was I was all right. And then as soon as the phone rang, I'm like, oh man, first phone interview, for, first time on the radio. So I had some jitters there too.
0: And no need to worry. We don't. Uh, we just like to highlight kids and uh, the great things that they're doing underneath the guidance of some great coaches. So we try and make it as easy as possible for everybody.
3: I appreciate it
0: so with that Teddy thank you for taking time out of your Saturday morning we look forward to seeing you and some gyms throughout the season here is knock wood we could get through everything without uh, too many hiccups yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) so there you have it thank you very much thanks Teddy Teddy. have a good day you too bye bye -bye. there you have it Joe Teddy Steiker ready to go with the Mono Area Golden Bears basketball program first year head coach you can See it coming, Uh, right? Absolutely, it's coming. The Bears are back, buddy. Yeah, well, with that lineup, whoa, baby. Some (laughs) teams better check the radar. Joey, we're going to take a timeout. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about our football accolades from the year. You're going to be here to help debut the... uh, things and talk about it. How about that? I like it. It's coming up next on Sports Saturday on WPPA A106.
2: Life is about motion. So orthopedic injuries are just a part of life. Phoenix Physical Therapy helps you rise to new heights after an injury by creating a program focused on
0: you. With direct access, you can easily schedule an appointment at one of our convenient clinic locations in Hotzville, Orwigsburg, Fragville, Pine, Rubber Gratz. Your community selected Phoenix is the proud winner of the 2020 Republican Herald Reader's Choice Award. Your life should be pain-free, filled with activities that you love. With a help from Phoenix, you can recover, recharge, and rise. Visit phoenixphysicaltherapy.com
2: to schedule your physical therapy visit. WPPA's Polka Time, Sundays, 1 till 3 p.m. Hi, Paul Congress inviting you to tune in to the widest variety of the newest and best polkas here on WPPA. So set your dial to 1360 WPPA, 106 FM, or on the web, wpparadio.com. Let's make it a date. Does your bank come to mind when you think about the best things in your life? If not, consider a financial institution who has the experience in customer satisfaction. At CACL Financial, we've been voted the best bank in Schuylkill County for six years in a row. If you live, work, or worship in Schuylkill County, then CACL can help you with your financial needs. We have top quality products like free checking, lower fees, and better deposit rates than the competition. CACL Financial's goal is to deliver quality financial services to our Members. Find out for yourself how it feels to work with a financial institution that's committed to helping you. Now, even more convenient with our newest location on the Port Carbon St. Clair Highway with easy in and out drive through banking and a state of the art ATM. CACL Financial, voted the best bank in Schuylkill County six years in a row. In Pottsville and now on the Port Carbon St. Clair Highway, trust CACL Financial committed to your customer satisfaction.
0: Welcome back to WPPA Sports Saturday. Don't forget CBS Sports Radio coming up at noon today. The Eagles play tomorrow. eight twenty-five kickoff against Washington. It's kind of meaningless for the Eagles, but the Redskins... Oh, better not say that. The football team has a lot riding on this. They could be the NFC East. Almost did it. Champions, if they can defeat the Eagles, and I guess the Cowboys have to lose, right? Yeah. Something like that. That ought to be uh, an interesting take on things, but uh, Joey, shall we debut or talk about our award winners Absolutely. from WPPA and T-102? What do you want to start with? Coach? Team? Uh, player of the Year? Alignment of the Year? Defensive Player of the Year? How about we start with the Team of the Year? Let's do it. So... If you had to guess who would be the WPPA T-102 team of the year, who would you think it would be?
1: Uh, my my guess would be the North Schuylkill Spartans.
0: Well, North Schuylkill had an 8-0 record to finish the season. They were part of the Schuylkill League Division I championship picture. They were the District 11 3A champions in a game we witnessed at Northwestern Lehigh where they obliterate at Notre Dame of Green Pond, right? Absolutely. And you would be correct. That's it. The North Schuylkill Spartans are the TB Landscaping Team of the Year this year for WPPA and T-102 with uh, the impressive run the Spartans had and the impressive athletes that North Schuylkill brought to the table this year, a lot of which were pretty young.
1: Oh, absolutely. And like you just said, they're coming back You junior, two juniors, quarterback and running back and uh, Jay Call and uh, Josh Chawansky. all staters, all staters. Yes, uh, yeah, you throw in the mix there, Jackson Chawansky. You know some of those young receivers. You know mm-hmm. there, there could be something cooking up there in Fountain Springs.
0: Well, with that something cooking in Fountain Springs, the Sands Ford coach of the year is Wally Hall. <laughs> Does it make sense? Absolutely, absolutely. Coach Hall this year, guiding his team to an unblemished record, at the district championship. Might have had an opportunity to make some noise at the state level if District 11 would have selected to go that way. Picked up his 100th career coaching victory on the uh, season this year. And not only that, had to navigate his team through a pair of quarantines and still had the area's leading rusher and one of the area's leading passers.
1: Yeah, didn't skip a beat. Didn't skip a beat. And like you said, talking to him with the interviews during the season, yeah, you know, they did a lot of stuff with the Zoom messages and meetings and stuff. He, mm-hmm. he kept the kids engaged, mm-hmm. you know, with football. And, and it showed when it, when it came time to put the, put the pads on.
0: Indeed. Well, let's go to our lineman of the year. We'll keep the player of the year under wraps right now. Absolutely. So, our Savage 61 lineman of the year. Now, I won't make you take a guess on this because I know you may not get this correct. I probably won't. <laughs> This lineman had 77 tackles, four quarterback sacks, a fumble recovery, and a blocked field goal on the year. All while his team finished with a sub-500 record, but a district playoff berth. He's a defensive end and a tight end from Blue Mountain. And the lineman of the year is Shane Martin a good,
1: those, those numbers
0: that's a great pick in the games in, with which we've seen Mr. Martin we've seen this young man change jersey numbers to play tight end moving from offensive tackle out to the tight end position he was usually around the tackles in fact led Blue Mountain with tackles this year in 77 and put together a an unheralded season while flying under the radar but the pickers here at the PBC thought he was the lineman of the year.
1: Absolutely. And and like you said, Jesse, going through the the season, you know, we we seen a couple kids, you know, change positions, mm-hmm. you know, for the betterment of the team. And and that just is a testament to those kids that their their heads are prepared and it's a team first attitude.
0: Right. And and Shane Martin certainly displayed that, so he picks up our Savage 61. Lineman of the Year. Now, let's talk about our Aaron Sales and Lee's Defensive Player of the Year.
1: Do you want my guess? Go ahead. I I haven't seen any of
0: these. No, you haven't. I'm going to say Brody Robinson. 144 tackles. (laughs) Three quarterback sacks. School record for tackles in a game with 26. School record for tackles in a season with 144. The linebacker, running back, and sometimes... Wild Cardinal quarterback. <laughs> Brody Robinson is our Defensive Player of the Year, so congratulations to Brody. Now, I'm going to give you this resume for our Sands Player of the Year. Okay? Are you ready? I'm ready. 64 catches for 1,019 yards receiving, which is a school record. School record with 10 catches in a game. And... Career receptions with 60 or 64 in a season. Okay? 12 touchdown catches, career reception record with 108, 97 yards rushing with one touchdown, 89 tackles, two interceptions, one fumble recovery, 193 yards in kickoff returns, one kickoff return for a touchdown, 19 extra points, a field goal, a two point conversion, and 95 yards in punt returns alone. Do you know who it is?
1: I, I think he drove the bus, directed the Cardinal Marching Band. <laughs>
0: <laughs> His <laughs> positions are listed as wide receiver, defensive back, kicker, returner, putter, returner, kicker, and putter. The kid never came it, off the never. field. Can we just put down athlete? That's what he was on the All-State selection. Absolutely. And it was there and go with Shea Morgan? Shea Morgan is our Sands Ford Player of the Year here from WPPA and T102. The kid did it He replaces a a two time winner in that category who did the exact same thing for Tamaqua a few years ago. But Shea Morgan is our player of the year.
1: Yeah, we caught that game with Columbia at the end of the year, and and the kid was all over the field. You know, Mm -hmm. he's catching passes, he he was locking down the other team's best receiver every night. What more can you say about the kid?
0: There wasn't a game that we saw that this young man did not impress. Absolutely. I mean, from his fake punts, (laughs) when he'd come up walking the ball up like he was going to punt it, and then all of a sudden, he'd kind of pick his head up a little bit, and bang, he was off.
1: The kid deserves it. Absolutely. And and it's one of those things, though, too. is If you ask those kids, they're going to say, well, no, it was Josh Leininger got me the ball, or somebody else Mm -hmm. did their job ahead in front of me that, that gave me the chance to intercept passes or the blocking of the linemen, you know, but but he, he deserved it. He, he did everything for, for Pine Grove the last three years.
0: I will say without a shadow of a doubt, this year when the season was in doubt and nobody knew if we were going to make it through, you know, games and and all of those things, this was probably the toughest year to select these positions and these these accolades,
1: oh, absolutely. And who
0: who it was going to be?
1: Yeah, because you, week in week out, like you said, Chaz, you, you didn't know. Like, say, you know, this week Monte Area doesn't play. Well, then that takes a game away. Or the North school missed a couple weeks. Is that mm-hmm. going to hurt the kids coming back? But there were just so many great athletes that the people got to see. That may not they may not have seen a, a kid play, you know, right. because maybe they are you know they they how can they say like. You might not play on a Friday, you're playing on a Saturday. Well, now more people can go see these kids or watch them on Scoop News, at, you know, our broadcast, mm-hmm. and, and it was just a great year.
0: Indeed. I mean, it was tough. I mean, there were, you know, you talked about the two juniors in North Schuylkill: Jay Call, Josh Chawanski, Ben Terry, yep. and his exploits at the Mono area this year. Um, you know, we can go through so many different players, Josh Leininger at Pine Grove, the quarterback, uh, you know, and, and all of the things that all of these kids were able to accomplish this year, and, and I know if I'm leaving some kids out, Jacob Hoffman at uh, Nativity, so, uh, Cody Miller, uh,
1: Gavin Bartholomew, a little bit at Blue Mountain,
0: um, you know, and, and, and to see Bryce Hensley yep. at Blue Mountain, and what, what he was able to do this year. The kids from Williams Valley, Bryce Herb, Jake Herman, Jesse Engel, um logan willier uh ezzy height um you know robbie white's in north schuylkill uh you know there's just so many kids to Tri valley to chase herb and and to see you know it was just an amazing year in in what everybody kind of collectively held their breath for but in order to pick and, and come down i mean these were tight races yep between uh, those that had the vote here, um, it came down to the wire in these areas on, on who, you know, is deserving of, of, of these accolades. And, you know, these are the kids that uh, got the most votes around here anyway.
1: Right. everybody comes out to you know, just a testament that the kids in, in Schuylkill County where, you know, they didn't know were they going to have a season. But when it was time to put, you know, get on the field, you know, they put a show on for everybody that saw them. You know, listen to them on our, our broadcast, on uh, Skook News, on the computer. You know, it was just like you said, it was just a phenomenal year for for football in Schuylkill County.
0: You know, you got to see a, a lot of different games off the beaten path and make your uh, call in reports that were heard here on WPPA and also on T one hundred and two. You know, what are some of the memorable things that you can recall from this season?
1: Uh, there, there's just so many. I, I just my first game, you know, not knowing you know, what North Schuylkill going to do up in Mono Area, and it, that's when the, they broke out the. The Air Spartan attack it. and it was just like it was like a passing scrim. you know, like well, well who's going to get the ball here and who's going to get? You didn't know where the ball was going to go, and then all of a sudden, hey, hey we're going to break one of the Chwanski kids out of the backfield, and 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 they're they're breaking off long runs, they're making monster tackles on defense, um, and then I, I surprised what I think this year I thought was Mono Area, you know, first year coach Paul Babinski, you didn't know what was coming up. You know, like coming out on the field. You know, Ben Terry, first year quarterback. You had Ben Manley at times. You know, he looked like a man amongst boys. The kid was just an animal all over the place. Colin McGrory, another one. You know, he just didn't know. You know what what these kids were going to do, and, and they stepped up.
0: You know, it's, uh, it it'll be interesting with so many of these great young men and and coming back next year. Boy, if football is uh, off and running full tilt next year without any encumbrances, big word, big word, big, big word. word, <laughs> big word. Um, what can these youngsters that return onto the gridiron for 2021 going to bring to the table?
1: Oh, it's, it's going to be fantastic. It, it, it's just going to be fantastic. I said, you even look down at Schuylkill Haven, uh, Connor Gehring. You know, he had a great year. I mean, Haven didn't, you know, advanced in the playoffs or, Y'all you know, had a great record, so to say, but those kids played hard every night. Mason Reber, another one. They played hard every night. I got to see them a couple times down at Panther Valley. You know, and they they came out and played. You know, they only had, you know, 14, 15 kids at times. They, same thing, they didn't come off the field, but they played hard every time they were on the field.
0: You know, yeah, I got to see Panther Valley, and it was a, a, a winning season, yeah. so to speak, for Rick Jones in, in raising that program up a little bit this year, picking off some wins that nobody thought they had in them.
1: Yep, absolutely. And talking about wins, Chaz. How about the game we took in up in the Doha, up in Shenandoah, mm-hmm. the first win in what, what was that four years? Five, 34 games. Thirty four games, yeah, something like that. And and I mean that and that was just a great scene when we, when they called that timeout and everybody's like, What's he doing? Well no, he's he's talking to his kids, telling them to enjoy the moment. You know, winning their first game. And it was just great. Like I said, it was just the season of first all over the place
0: this year. Indeed, and uh, boy, it's going to be exciting when it gets back around, but now we move to basketball season, and we're going to be allowed to get things shaking and moving. There are capacity limits, so you know, folks, now more than ever, let's just roll with it while we can, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how the winter season takes shape now that we know that it's going to be back, but You know how segmented is it going to be, and 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 that's going to be the bigger question.
1: I I just think a lot of things, especially parents, fans, just be patient with everything because this is a first for everybody. You know Mm -hmm. these athletic directors, these coaches, these kids, they they may play on a Monday and not play for two weeks. You just don't know. You know, so just everybody be patient with these guys and and the the girls with the you know the working and and the coaches. Just be patient with everything. They're doing the best they can.
0: Right. And, you know, when you get your opportunity to see it, be thankful, be grateful. Just enjoy Enjoy the moment. Enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. Lay off of the officials. Everybody's tense. Yep. You know, everybody's got a lot uh, riding on this. So just remember that when you're in the gyms because you will be heard right now. Uh, Uh, Remember that. And uh, you'll be easy to signal out when you do get on guys like... Joe Gertchak for his <laughs> visual impairments or whatever, remember, they're going to be able to tell exactly where it's coming from now. So if you want to see the game, yeah, sit there and enjoy the just game. Just
1: enjoy it. Enjoy seeing your kids <laughs> out there playing, working hard.
0: Indeed. And, you know, it, it's just that easy. It's just that easy. So, you know, we'll see how, how it shakes up again. Basketball will return here to WPPA coming up uh, this Friday as uh, we are... No, I think we're at potsville we are we're at potsville this one
1: the mecca the new yeah, court
0: the, oh it's bright oh <laughs> I, I, we saw the first one in there against wilson joe you don't even need lights in the press box with how shiny that floor really? is and how, oh outside the lane inside the arc yeah is white okay and the paint is all brand new on the whole surface yeah that thing glows brighter than the lights off a of bob um forehead <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he'll a, get me back on Friday.
1: <laughs> just remember who said that, Bob. Not Joey Shimo. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but yeah, it's 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 it's.
1: It, it looked nice in the just in the <coughs> paper. You see the, the the photos of it on even on Facebook.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bright and uh, you know it's it's you know they got a three game homestand to open up this new schedule. So we'll be there Friday night. We'll be there Saturday evening, I believe. I think it's Northwestern Lehigh maybe Saturday night. Okay. Um and then back again on Monday the eleventh. So uh, it will be interesting and you know, again, everybody needs to be patient everywhere with all these new coaches. We talked to Coach Steika about it, you know. He's a first year head coach, the guy in North is a first year head coach, Wartella Pottsville, Bracey at North School, Wartella Pottsville. They're all new coaches. Relax. Let's take it all in. Let's it, let's let's enjoy every minute of this.
1: Yeah, give actually, give them a chance before you're coming down on these guys. Because mm-hmm. like I said, guys This isn't the NBA. These guys ain't making millions of dollars.
0: It's not the NBA. We play defense here. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But, but, you know, they're not getting paid the millions of dollars to be doing this. I mean, don't get me wrong, guy. Everybody has their disagreements. They may not like what they're doing. But just sit back and watch your kid play and enjoy
0: it. Indeed. And, you know, Joey... Eagles play tomorrow night against Washington in a meaningless game, and you watch the Eagles pretty religiously. Yes. Is this your worst year of Eagles football? I, I think so. I yeah. think so.
1: It, it, it's just one of those things. It's up and down. Yeah, there's nothing consistent about it. You have guys coming in, making their, their $10 million a year, uh, a.k.a. Deshaun Jackson, and he's out with ankle injuries every game. Yeah, that's money that those guys, they could have take maybe to protect, a, put it into alignment, to keep Wentz upright. Now, don't get me wrong. Wentz has his moments where it's not all on the linemen. You know, he's missing wide-open receivers. He's throwing it at their feet. But, you know, give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, like my dad would say. The guys up front ain't doing their job either.
0: You know, when you take a look at the, the Eagles, how fast do you think they trade Wentz? I,
1: I, I don't know because I don't think they know exactly what they have in Jalen Hurts. Do you want to start... Fresh, with Hertz, or what he could be with the right coaching staff.
0: Oh, so you don't think Doug Peterson is the man? You no. think they need to bring Frank Reich back somehow? I think
1: I he, hey, Wentz hasn't been the same since Reich left. You think about that? That Super Bowl year, he he was MVP halfway until he tore his ACL. Yeah, you know, I mean it's I I just think, I I don't I think Doug Peterson is more of the. The rah-rah, the cheerleader guy, more than the X Do you know who
0: made that Super Bowl team? It wasn't Frank Reich. Who was that? Chip Kelly. It was Chip Kelly's maneuvers as the general manager player development guy that made the Eagles what they were in the Super Bowl season.
1: You, you think?
0: Even yes, though sir. Getting
1: rid of you know, McCoy when he was rolling. and
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I do. I, I I believe it was Chip Kelly. He was a genius.
1: <laughs> that's a face that we need a
0: TV camera in. No, here we for. don't need a TV camera in <laughs> here. But uh, no, I, I, he didn't. They didn't allow Howie Roseman to make the decisions, player personnel wise, and that's when the Eagles became good. Right. Even great. They won a Super Bowl. They won
1: Bowl. a Super Bowl. But I think Roseman. I think more so is better handling the contract negotiations yo know, managing the cap yo know, giving guys you know their 30 million dollars but so much of it is a signing bonus to get you know what i mean so i so
0: make him the cfo of football operations right, they do
1: something like that but he he can't make decisions on on draft picks right? like my dad said My dad's even more dire. You know how I am with Notre Dame. That's how my dad is with the Eagles.
0: Really? Oh, absolutely. Did you ever have him tested for senility?
1: No, not yet.
0: All right, I'm just wondering. But
1: it's not going to be the Eagles that's going to do that. It's going to be me, my brother, and my sisters that are going to push him over the edge. I got you. You know what I'm saying? But he says he thinks Wentz goes to Pittsburgh in a trade this offseason. He's been saying that for weeks. Big Ben's going to retire after the season. Wentz goes to Pittsburgh. You think? That's what he's saying. He's been saying it for weeks. And he'll go out there, and to change his scenery, he'll make him a superstar.
0: Well, I don't know a guy from North Dakota State's ever going to be a superstar in the NFL. I
1: don't, I don't know. I,
0: I truly believe that. Yeah. 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 When you're not playing under big lights on a Saturday, and you get forced into those bright lights on a Sunday, it doesn't translate well.
1: Right. Right. And, but, you know, but he's had success. Yeah, like I said, he was he was the league MVP until he blew his knee out that that year. Yeah, they had two. What were they? I think they were twelve and two when he got hurt. And
0: it, was the, it was also his rookie season, and nobody knew what to expect out of him.
1: No, nah, well it was the two years. Is the second year? Oh, okay. Second year.
0: Yeah. Well, he was. He's
1: huh. still young, but, but here's an even better question: Do you think John Gruden is the coach of your beloved Las Vegas Raiders
0: next <clears> year? Yeah yeah you think he has a demeanor of a Davis so he'll be he'll stick around yeah. they won't out that yet not yet, not he'll, yet. Have, he'll have another year
1: yeah but like I said the defense is what has been killing them all year correct but they can't stop anybody
0: correct well listen don't rub it
1: in I'm sorry hey buddy we're in the same boat here at least you had a chance at the playoffs the Eagles were eliminated back yeah, with that Yeah, the Dolphins
0: kind of ruined that. wonder would anybody have ever guessed that? Yeah. The Dolphins would have the opportunity to ruin somebody's season.
1: Here's a question for each other, A little bit off topic of the NFL here. Jack, happen to catch any of those bowl games?
0: Well, I did see the fight on that's replay that, just, that you sent me. That's yeah. right. I was just
1: gonna, like, How much of a disgrace is that in this this, day and age of football? I mean, don't get me wrong. On a normal season, that it's terrible. But, you yeah, know, the pandemic year... These kids got to realize we weren't supposed to play five, six, seven games. Mm-hmm. We got to a bowl game, mm-hmm. and then those kids go and do something. And the worst part of that whole thing was, normally a kid gets up, you know, to push and to shove in the whole nine yards. The coaches get between them to separate everything. They were coaches throwing punches at players in that fight.
0: Were they really? I didn't, oh yeah, I, I didn't see. Now I didn't break it down that far.
1: Yeah, they, I seen it like they were breaking it down on some of the ESPN brock out on the, on the TV. And some of the coaches were throwing punches.
0: Like well, those guys need to never be able to coach again. They shouldn't be coached.
1: But then I said, then you said, you seen that just say like the four o'clock ending of that game. And then the Army West Virginia game came back on right after it. Army goes in, scores a touchdown. Kid for West Virginia comes from behind and pushes a, an Army lineman in the back, throws him over the pile, the flags go flying. And you know what happened in that situation, Chess? Not sure. Offensive, one of the offensive guards, he's a senior for Army. I can't remember his name. He looked at the Army kids and pointed to the bench, get off the field, and all 10 of them turned around and got off the field. The West Virginia coach pulled the kid out and reamed him like you wouldn't believe. But that's a situa- the two different situations right. where you had coaches throwing punches at players, not trying to break anything up and, and alleviate the situation, where you go to the other side of it where he had a player... Stop it and then a coach actually handing it like a coach.
0: Well, you know, I, I think there should be definite not only ball bands, but maybe season bands. Absolutely. For some teams here. There should be charges pressed as well. It could. Could be. Well you hear that music in the background, Joey? I hear it. You know what that means? I think we're done. Time flies when you're having fun. Absolutely. It? Boy. Quick, quick hour. Look at buddy. You warming that seat up. You may you <laughs> may become a regular on here. I'll tell you. <laughs> Anytime, buddy. Well, Joey, thanks for stepping in and pinch-hitting for the doctor this morning. Thank No problem. I'm sure you'll get a phone call and a brief breakdown of your performance here today by Edward when the show is complete. And the Saturday morning, all these show comes on the air, so be prepared for a little uh, post-game pep talk.
1: That's okay. That's okay. But
0: we got to thank our sponsors, None Bigger Than CACL Financial, 1800 West Market Street in the city of Pottsville. Don't forget their newest location along the Port Carbon-St. Clair Highway. And they're always open at caclfcu.org. You won't find a better fiduciary relationship anywhere. And Gears Dairy, Schuylkill County's oldest full-service family-owned dairy. Whole milk, to skim milk, and the award-winning chocolate milk, too. Don't forget their fruit drink products and a lineup of iced teas, including raspberry and diet decaf raspberry. Never so smooth and not too mellow, that raspberry and diet raspberry decaf sip on schuylkill county and phoenix physical therapy where you can recover recharge and rise meeting your physical therapy and orthopedic needs in orwigsburg pottsville frackville pine grove and Gratz. the folks at phoenix physical therapy can get you back into participating in life saturday morning oldie show is coming up next here on wppa pottsville and translator w290 dp pottsville